Would you like to accelerate your career and reach your full potential in just minutes a day? Welcome to the LeadX Show with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Buckle up, my friends, because we got a wild show today. <laughs> Welcome to the LeadX Leadership Show. I am Kevin Cruz. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I am so grateful for your time and attention. Now, this is a crazy one. I'm going to interview someone. He's a repeat guest, well-known guest. He's sold over 3 million books. And you're going to have to hang on to the very, very end because you're going to hear me sort of thank him, you know, the, the wind out where we wrap up the show. But then he started talking about such crazy stuff about launching a cookie company and an apparel brand and all this other stuff. I started recording the interview again and I brought him on. So you're gonna hear us wind down the interview about his new book and then we're gonna jump cut right into our conversation we were having about this crazy new chapter in his life. It's a lot of fun. But first, if you want the managers in your company to drive employee engagement higher, if you want them to do the behaviors that releases discretionary effort throughout your company, if you're trying to build a great workplace culture, go get yourself a free demo of LeadX with Coach Amanda at leadx.org. It is binge-worthy training with conversational learning approaches to management development. It's training that your managers are actually going to love. Now, before we bring on our guest and this crazy interview, our quote of the day, once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. Willie Nelson. And I've heard rumors that Willie Nelson might have another way to get rid of his negative thoughts, but maybe that's for another show. Our guest today is the author of The Energy Bus, The Carpenter, Training Camp, The Power of Positive Leadership, and his newest, The Power of a Positive Team, Proven Principles and Practices That Make Great Teams Great. Our guest, of course, is John Gordon. John, welcome to the show. Great to be back. Yeah, I think you're not the first repeat guest, but we've only had three or four. So uh, I feel great that you're back. I mentioned in your bio, you put out a lot of great books. And today we're talking about your new one, The Power of a Positive Team. This is not a fable. It's kind of a collection of different stories. A lot from sports, some from your own life, uh, some history. You mentioned the Spartans. I, I like talking about the Spartans. But what's the unifying theme throughout these stories? This is everything I've learned working with teams since I wrote The Energy Bus. So for the last 11 years, I've had the opportunity to work with some of the greatest teams, national championship winning teams, NBA winning teams, NFL teams. So I've had the opportunity to work with these incredible teams a lot of corporate teams, school teams, nonprofit teams, you name it. And this is what really makes great teams great. So this is a framework on how to build a great team, on how to get a team to come together, be positive, united, connected, and then powerful. I love it. So among the many stories, I'm just curious, what's one of your favorite stories from the book? There's so many, it's hard to just pick. I mean, I really picked my favorite stories and put them in the book. But but one that I love is Brian Bolin, who was the UVA tennis coach, University of Virginia. And from 2001 to 2012, they never won a championship. They would go to the semifinals, quarterfinals, or not even make it at all, but they never won. And then from 2013 on, they won four out of the five next championships. 
How did they do it? Well, he said, I became a different coach. Mm. We became a different team. He said, I started to focus on culture. For years, it was all about winning, and each guy was only focused on winning their match. It wasn't about the team. I knew I had to build a culture, and so he went out to build a culture. He focused on creating a culture. He got the guys together, and he asked them, hey, who's important in your life? Who are the most important people in your life? And they all said they're family members. Mm. He asked them if they were a strong team, and they said yes. He said, really, you're a strong team? He said, do you know about each other's family members? And they said, no. He said, well, if someone is important to you, shouldn't you know what's important to them? Shouldn't you know their family if that's what's important to them? So they put their names in a hat and they each picked a name and they had to go find out about their teammates' family. And in doing so, they interviewed their family. They had to give presentations to the team. They shared about their teammate. They learned about their family, their teammates, and just so much. It was a lot of fun. And in doing that, they really came together and connected as a team, and they won a championship that year. It's amazing, and it reminds me of uh, – I was doing a speaking gig some years ago and had asked the people in the audience to sort of team up and talk about the worst boss they ever had and why. And a woman yelled out, and she said, I worked for him for 15 years, and he never knew the names of my kids. And this was not in any of my work, you know, at that point. And I'm like, whoa, like this is very personal. This isn't about recognition and trust and all the things I like to talk about employee engagement. She's saying there's a caring component. You know, there's caring about you as a person. And when you care about someone as a person, you know what's important to them. And so that's a great story, a great reminder. And this is a little off script, but I'm curious, you, you mentioned you know, like college sports and I'm a basketball fan and there's been for listeners out there who maybe, you know, aren't into basketball so much. There's this phenomenon of one and done where like very talented players go to college and join the basketball because they have to. But after one year, they leave and go to the NBA. And part of the dynamic is like, I'm curious, how do you build a great team when you've got superstars coming in and out on one year basis. Can you build a team in just a year? Or what's, what are your thoughts on culture in that time frame? It is a lot harder to do that. But I'm amazed at what Coach Calipari does every year. He takes all these one and dones and gets them to become a team. And you can see how these group of individuals become stronger and stronger and more connected and more committed over time throughout the year. And then by the time the tournament comes around, they're very competitive. But they're also very young. And so a lot of times they lose to a more seasoned more connected team. And so I worked with Billy Donovan a number of years ago when he was the coach at Florida. And I shared with him a lot of the principles that are in this book. And he said, you know, John, we're not as connected as other teams are as, as we need to be. We always seem to, the, to get to the elite eight, mm. but we never are able to push through the final four. We need to be more connected. And so he really worked on connecting with his team. Like I've never seen a coach connect he did. And from that time on, they made it to the final four that year. Wow. That group of guys, that one guy was drafted in the NBA, not one. And yet they beat Kentucky three times mm. and made it to the final four. It was there that I wrote team beats talent when talent isn't a team. The more connected you are, the more committed you will be. So communication, connection, commitment, and caring. These are the C's, the four C's that really create a team to be 
stronger together, to be more connected and committed together. And in doing that, you just see how they perform at a higher level. So I think the one and done, it's a lot harder to do it. But I think if you make the effort and you really work on creating a connection with the guys, you can do it, but it is a lot harder. And I get called by a lot of these coaches wanting to talk about their teams and how do I get my teams more connected? It's one of the reasons why I wrote this book. Now they're all reading this book and they have the blueprint on how to do that. That's phenomenal. And many of the listeners of the LeadX Leadership Show, they are younger, first-time managers or frontline managers. And I like to really make this actionable. So let's say someone's you know listening to our conversation. They're in their car. They're commuting to work. They're a team leader of whatever the department is. They walk into the office. Like, What's something they can do today to begin this process that you're talking about? Well, you can do what I do. You can connect with one person from your team in a meaningful way each day. Mm. One person every day on your team you connect with. It doesn't have to take a long time, but you connect with that person. You have a meaningful conversation. You ask them what's important to them, how they're doing. You get to know their kids' names. (laughs) Whatever it may be, you find a way to connect in a meaningful way. It could be five to 10 minutes. If you do this every day, you will be so much more connected to your team. They'll be more connected to you. And together you'll perform at a higher level. And I share this with teams as well. If you have a large team, connect with someone from your team every day Mm. in a meaningful way. And the team will be more connected as well. Great advice. And and, um, I'm also always reminding the listeners that the stuff we talk about in a work setting or sports teams, it's family too, right? So, you know, family as team and just staying connected daily, I think is, is great. I was on the Today Show actually with this book talking about families. Oh, <laughs> talking about how you can become a stronger family with this. Yeah, yeah. And we're here today talking about the power of a positive team. But you mentioned in our pre chat that you actually have another book that launched today. Tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, this is the uh, Hard Hat for Kids. And it comes out today, actually. Yeah, it just released today. And it's 10 Ways to Be a Great Teammate. And I, I wrote it for kids to teach these principles to, to, to young children so that they can begin learning what it takes to be a great teammate. It's getting lost. As these yeah. kids get older with, with youth sports and club sports and every kid's gonna be the next Tim Tebow and the next Tiger Woods and they have a private coach and a private massage therapist when they're nine years old, it's getting to the point where it's very individual focus, but we have to remind kids and everyone that we are better together. And when we are part of a team and we contribute to the team and me serves we, when me makes we important and contributes to the we, then we gets better, the team gets better, and me gets better in the process. So the more I serve the team, I get better in the process. The more I am selfless, I actually improve and grow. There's a mindset that says you got to get yours. Mm. Go get your money. Go get your yeah. success. Go get what you're worth. You know, sign that big contract. You know, do whatever it takes for you. And yes, there's 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 a sense that we we should be rewarded for our our effort, our performance, and our skill. People should be. But at the same time, that's a byproduct. That happens when someone is using their gifts and their talents for the bigger purpose of the team and for others. So I found that those who serve the team, those who make the team better, get better, and you're rewarded in that process. Love it. John, what's the best way for people to find out more about your work and also your new books, plural? JohnGordon.com, J-O-N, Gordon.com, or Twitter, at J-O-N, Gordon11. Same thing with Instagram, John Gordon 11 
And I'm always uh, sharing quotes and tips and so forth on there. Love it. We'll put those links and links to your book on Amazon and other places. I know it's available everywhere. We'll put those all in the show notes. John, thanks again for dropping your your wisdom about the power of positive teams. And I look forward to having you back a third time next year. Hey, thanks, Kevin. I'm honored that you asked me back. <laughs> thanks. So, John, I just brought you back on because you were dropping some great, exciting news I didn't know about. You've launched a new a new brand. Yes. It's called Positive Brands, actually, and it's a line of apparel. We call it Positive Warrior. And the Positive Warrior is all about living with courage, with optimism, with belief and faith in doing good for others. So you're a positive warrior. You're making an impact. You're overcoming challenges with courage but you're also making an impact in the world. So every week we choose a positive warrior of the week. We also have a stay positive brand where it's just reminding people to stay positive. And the funny thing is I wear these stay positive shirts all the time now in my talks and also in the airports. I get comments every single day from people, you know, just commenting on my stay positive shirt. Man, I need that. Man, I'm feeling down today. So that's our whole goal is to share encouragement, share positivity with apparel. We also donate a percentage to, to charity as well. And about to launch a, a cookie as well called the positive cookie. A cookie. And a cookie. It's the positive cookie. So it's not just a cookie. It's a positive, positive cookie. cookie. Yeah. And, and it's a cookie where we share encouragement with the cookie. And so every cookie is sharing encouragement. So again, not something I planned on doing eight months right. ago. I did not plan on this. I met an entrepreneurial couple and they wanted to do it. And I wasn't sold on it. I'm like, I don't want to get in the cookie business. But when they say, you know, we want to do it to encourage people. I'm like, that's what I'm all about. I don't have a choice. I, I like, I have to do this. And we've created an incredible tasting, healthy cookie, plant protein base. Love it. Yeah. And, but it actually tastes good because a lot of those cookies don't. <laughs> and like, it had to meet the standards of does it taste good? Because sure. I don't care how encouraging it is. If it doesn't taste good, no one's going to share the encouragement, right? No one's going to want the cookie. But everybody loves a good taste in cookie. And if you get encouragement with it, I imagine now, I imagine someone who's struggling in their life, they're having a rough day and they open up one of these cookies and there's, you know, there's an encouragement inside the wrapper and they see that encouragement in the wrapper. Okay, but John, you got to walk me through this. So let's say I want to send someone an encouragement cookie, right? I know they're feeling yeah. down, whatever it is. Or they're getting a positive cookie. Positive cookie. So is there a website? Yes, there'll be a website, but it's not up yet. Okay, this is all brand new, right? I haven't told anyone. This is coming out very soon. This is great. Okay, so I I would go to a website, I would order and put a shipping and send them a positive cookie. You can send them a box of cookies. You can't just send one. And so you would, yeah, send them a box of cookies and there's going to be different quotes and different encouragement in each cookie. But we don't know which encouragement will be in each one, but everyone will have an encouraging message. Love it. And then we'll also, we're talking to various stores now around the country about carrying it in their stores. So it's going to be exciting when they carry it in their stores as well. So. Oh, I love it. Yeah. The idea is just to really make an impact, to share positivity, mm -hmm. one shirt, one cookie, at a time is the idea. So two different brands, two different kind of markets and companies, but one overall theme of sharing positivity. I love this. And first of all, I'm jealous because now I want to launch an apparel company that has a message on a t-shirt so I can go to business gigs in the t-shirt, you know, and be real comfortable because you could do that <laughs> right <laughs> right now. I'm a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. But when I go to speak, I do the suit thing. I'm like, ah, you know, but now if I've got the message, right. I got a reason I can wear my sports coat over a t-shirt. Yeah. I like, I like that angle. Exactly. On a serious note, you know, another thing I like about this, I was just speaking to another guest about this is 
you know, those of us who are writing books, doing talks, whatever, we're, we're trying to make an impact. And that is so important. I always say life is about making an impact, not making an income. Now, oddly, the more of an impact you make, often the more comes back to you anyway. But it's about making an impact, not making an income. And yet in this world where we're fighting for attention, right, you know, whether it's from the iPhone or whatever it is, it's so tough to get positive messages out there. And so you're doing it through your books, you're doing it through your talks, your websites, your tweets. Well, this is another way to capture attention, whether it's on a shirt in an airport or giving someone a shirt or with the cookie, like you're going to new places to get that attention and to get that positive message out there. I am. And it's not easy. I mean, it's a lot easier just to stick with what I know and what I do in terms of writing and speaking. The interesting thing is now I have a team with apparel and with cookie. And so basically I'm literally having to now implement everything I wrote about like with this team, because it's a whole new world to actually launch a cookie. We're working with a food scientist. We're working with co-packers. We're working with, you know, branding specialists. We're working with all the different people in the supermarkets. It's a whole different world. I'm learning a lot, but it's not easy. It's a lot easier to stick to what you know. I'm also launching a training company where we take the power of positive leadership and we're going to be equipping and training leaders you know, around the world to be better leaders. So that's exciting. I just assumed you always had that on the back end. <laughs> that part. Yeah, that part I thought. Yeah, the training. No, we just started that. So for years, it was just me writing and speaking. And that's it. It was books and speaking. And so now both my kids went to college. My son's a freshman now. And all of a sudden, it's like, boom, okay, what am I going to do? Well, I guess I'm now launching into this. And it's a lot harder, but I feel called to do it. I feel like I'm supposed to do it. I didn't start to try to make money. I don't need more money. I'm doing it. As you said, I love what you said. It's about making more impact. Yeah, that's right. It's great. And uh, I had similar thoughts. LeadX, the company, we're using IBM Watson to create a robot executive coach. So to monitor you and to give you advice. Been working on it for two years now. Wow. And I had taken almost 10 years off. But when my two girls both went to college, it's like, okay, you know, the kids are out of the house. Well, two out of the three are out of the house. My son's in high school, doesn't need dad a whole lot. And, uh, (laughs) And I'm not young, but I'm young enough to maybe do this one more time. (laughs) So I'm not the only one thinking to get more entrepreneurial as the kids are getting off to college. I like that. That's exciting, though. I love that. Lead X and you. Wow. Oh, it's uh, like this is going to sound really corny, but uh, like I've done a few training companies and it would have been the easiest thing in the world to say, all right, you know, there's some workshops or some e-learning. Here's the topics. Go do it. But some of the guests I've had on the show made an impact on me about picking not just an achievable goal or even a stretch goal, but like purposely picking a goal that you will fail unless you find a team and get help along the way. And um, it has been time consuming and expensive because we've been developing Coach Amanda with this AI. It's not an easy thing. And we're just now going to market, just like you're getting ready to launch. So it's exciting, stressful, fun, you know, all those things wrapped together. Yeah, I guess if we're not growing, we're dying. So we might as well keep growing. There it is. Literally, when your cookies go on sale, <laughs> let me know. And uh, I mean, I'll keep an eye on the tweets and stuff, but let me know. And um, we'll, we'll blast it out to our readership. And if it happens to be, you know, like, I don't know, around the holiday time, I think people could use some encouragement around the holidays. And yeah. I'll make sure this is my go-to uh, gift this year. That's our goal. That's our goal. Thanks, Kevin. I really appreciate you sharing. No problem. Thanks, John. We'll talk soon. 
Friends, if you like this episode of the LeadX Leadership Podcast, please take a minute, leave a rating on iTunes or Stitcher. Ratings are invaluable for attracting new listeners. And I like to convert those listeners into leaders because you know I'm on a mission to spark 100 million leaders in the next 10 years. And if you wanna become the boss everyone fights to work for and nobody wants to leave, check out the LeadX platform with Coach Amanda at leadx.org. And if you have 10 or more managers who could use some binge-worthy training, send me an email at info at leadx.org, L-E-A-D-X dot and we'll talk about getting you set up with a totally free pilot for those managers. See if they like it. If they don't, that's fine. We go away. Part as friends. But if they love it, you've just found yourself a new resource for them. Remember, leadership is influence. You're always leading. How are you going to lead today? <laughs>